Monday morning. Uh, as we get closer and closer to the holiday of Pesach. Oh, that would be accurate, all right. Pesach's right around the corner. In fact, Pesach is two weeks from Saturday night. Yeah. And there's a brand new book out there, How to Make Pesach in Five Days. I don't know if that includes Shabbos Hagadol Erev Pesach or not. I don't know if the I don't know if with if the five if one of those five days is Erev Pesach. This year I would guess not. Uh, but it's a pre-Pesach guidebook written by Meira Spivak. Meira Spivak is the director of Oregon NCSY. You heard correctly, Oregon, like all the way out there near Seattle, near San Francisco. She's the head of Oregon NCSY and the uh, Northern District Manager for West Coast NCSY. And it is really early in the morning where she is right now, but we still were able to secure her for a conversation about the brand new book, How to Make Pesach in Five Days. Meira Spivak, welcome to JM in the AM. Hi, thanks so much for having me. An uh, honor to be your guest. I appreciate that. Uh, answer the question that's now on everyone's mind who's tuned in. What is Meira Spivak doing in Oregon? <laughs> uh, well, exactly what you think. We, I work for NCSY, and we moved here about 15 years ago to um, help start the Portland Colo, and I right away started working for NCSY. So that's kind of our calling right now. We really we love it here and wouldn't have it any other way. How strong is the Portland Colo? Is it going well? Yeah, I mean, every, you know, constantly trying to innovate new ways to reach people, especially during COVID. And, uh, you know, my focus obviously is on youth. We have middle school, high school, and college programming going on. So, I mean, just yesterday, we spent probably about five, almost five hours packing boxes to send to kids' homes so they can, with different activities in them, you know, four weeks' worth of activities, whether it's making uh, challah or things for Pesach or just, you know, random things to get them to now join us on Zoom and participate in our programming. So just lots of creative angles. Meira Spivak's with us, directs Oregon NCSY. You mentioned Portland. Um, are, are, with, with all the uh, with all the attention that Portland's been getting, not really uh, in a positive manner <sighs> manner over the last few months, has that affected the uh, uh, your neighborhood and areas that uh, you have constituents, or that's more of a downtown thing? What's happening out there in Portland? You know, it's funny because like downtown here is ten minutes away, but it's a totally different. I mean, you don't hear anything, you don't feel it, you don't. You know, really. So it is in a specific area that does not like impact our living at all. But it is it is sad to see, you know, a lot of things going on, uh, but it doesn't really impact living. Uh, well, that's good, at least. I mean, if you worry and, yeah. and are concerned about the future of the Portland Jewish community, it's not like people have to run away from there. It sounds like you're able to continue moving forward. Yes, exactly, exactly. So everyone's here. The community's growing. I mean, somebody just contacted us. Hello, new family's moving in next week, you know, for residency. So it's just, it's nice. It's growing. It'll grow slow. We hope next year is going to be a, like a bigger growing, you know, larger growing year after COVID. Um, but we're, we're excited about the opportunities. And the, and the business districts where people like yourself would hang out in when it's time to, uh, I don't know, shop or uh, uh, visit different offices, et cetera, that's, those areas are unaffected by what's been going on? Well, the ones downtown were affected, and it is very sad. I mean, for me personally, like, I'm one of these people, like, I, I, I believe in, like, if you work hard, you know, you have a business, and I, I walk, I go through downtown, it's sad. I mean, the places, a lot of places are still boarded up. 
you know, for in terms of like malls and shopping, it's not a big deal because we have multiple. So you just there's another area, but downtown has really been affected, and I hope that the city is going to get itself together and start really helping out the store owners and, and fixing up downtown. Yeah, we've heard a lot of wonderful things about Portland and your yeah. commu- your community over the years. <laughs> so we do hope that things rebound and yeah. and come back. And I'm glad to hear that at least uh, in the neighborhoods where you are, you're able to move life forward. So what, what was the uh, impetus to write a book, How to Make Pesach in Five Days? You know, I've been giving a class, actually, How to Make Pesach in Five Days for a number of years. And then last year, especially after seeing so many people scramble at the last minute to make Pesach, stressing out, like going crazy because they were just they couldn't go to their parents, they couldn't go to their in-laws, and being forced to make Pesach, I just felt like this needs to be written down in a book. I it's, During COVID, I said, you know, let me get this class out there more than just the people in Portland. And I actually offered it. There was a, there was a, there was a larger Facebook group, and I put it on there and had almost 3,000 views. And I was like, Wow, that's a lot of views, you know, for a class. I'd never gotten that. So I was like, people really want this. They need this. They really are looking for direction. So literally right after Pesach, I was like, I'm just going to write this up. This is not a big deal. Let's just write this up. It's not a long book. It's not like I have to start from scratch, think of ideas. Like I had a class, and I'm like, I could just write this up and help people. You know, it's interesting. A lot of the things that you write about, I mean, some might argue everyone knows about. Uh, and I'm not trying to minimize your book. Believe me, it's important, and believe me, it's very helpful. But my point being that there's a lot of things you write about that everyone knows about, but they have never been presented these things in an organized fashion, so that the panic, mm-hmm. so that the panic and stress of Pesach of trying to get organized all the different things you need and all the different things that you know have to be done, uh, all of it being you know in an organized fashion in a book like yours, I think simplifies things and makes it easier. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny because people always say, like, work backwards. That's a term that I've heard a lot in organization. You know, work backwards. If you just did that, but it still doesn't help people, like, well, what do I do first, right? They're still like, I get it, work backwards, but I don't know how. So what I've really done is laid it out. Like, literally, you know, what do you do on day one, day two? What is your era of Pesach going to look like? What's, like, you're going to take a nap? The whole family is going to take, you know, really just trying <laughs> to lay it out for people. And no, because I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, in my fa- in my house, you're like, we are mafid that, it's, I don't care what time like the, everyone is getting bribed to take a nap because if the cedar is the most important part of the year and we're all coming in like shots, so really like the Arab Pesach prep, it really finishes the five days. is even really four and a half. Like I'm usually finished by, let's say, you know, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock on Arab Pesach, and then we have time to just go into Pesach in a, in a nice, calm way. Right. It doesn't have to be stressed. Right. Well, people also, you know, I mean, this year is a little bit of an aberration because, you know, Arab Pesach is Shabbos, so right. it's a little bit different. But, but even the way you're describing it, I don't even think it's Erev Pesach that scares people or really stresses them out. I, I think it's more, you know, the ones that are pulling the all-nighters the night before that. You're like, that's where everyone gets wiped out. That's where everyone is, you know, des- de- desperately fatigued and desperate for some rest. I think, I think that's it. So under your system, uh, you would never have to pull an all-nighter. I would, I would not. Listen, this is just my personality. Like, I am an, I'm not one of these people that could stay up all night. I'm tired. Like, I need to go to bed at night. I need to have a normal night's sleep. So it was written for me, you know? Right. I, just, I made up the system, and I don't want to stay up all night. But, you know, if somebody, I also have a lot of people ask me, like, what happens if I work full time? Like, I just right. can't do this. I work nine to five. I, you know, and for some people, they'd rather, you know, clean from five to, to one or five to two if they want. I just, you know, listen, everyone has to do what's good for them. I personally don't think it's a good idea to, all night. I don't think it's you know, but it has to work for them. Yeah, of course. But the point of the you know the point of the book again is to just really stop 
you know, I always, it's funny, I, the joke is, it's not really a joke, I wanted to call the book, Why Stress for, Only Stress for Five Days. <laughs> like, it's not like I'm saying there's no stress. I'm saying is that you don't have to stress for a month. Like, right. let there be a few days of stress. Right. But it's you know, and the muscle that I give in the book and always is you know going to the doctor for shots. Like my kids, when they know their birthday's coming up, they start getting like nervous. They're already starting to be like, do I have to go get those shots? Like, and then they're crying, and then it's the day of, and I'm dragging them in the car, and I'm holding them down in the office, and they get the shot, which is like barely hurts them. It's literally, you know what I mean? It's like one second. I'm like, your sister or your brother just hit you five minutes ago and it was worse. But there's the tears are like pouring, coming down their face for a shot. And I'm like, this is us. Pesach cleaning. We're like, oh my goodness, it's coming. Like, it's going to be so stressful. I'm like, why are we stressing before the stress? Let's stress when we need to. <laughs> Meira Spivak is with us. The book is called How to Make Pesach in Five Days, a pre-Pesach guidebook. Some people also, you know, you, you say five days. So this year you would start, obviously, the Sunday before Pesach, right, which would be uh, two weeks from yesterday. But um, some people just can't handle that. Some people, you know, are, are so obsessive, like myself, frankly. If I don't get those cases of grape juice and seltzer and soda, you know, into the house in the next few days, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start going nuts, and they're not there yet. So. Okay, so wait. I'm going to tell you a little secret. So first of all, this year we're going to start on Monday. The first day is going to start Monday. Right. But there is preparation that we do before the five days. So during, you cannot come to the five days and be like, oh, I want to start cooking. And you're like, oh, I don't have any food. Okay, so the weeks before, and this is what I tell people, starting, let's say, from Purim. I mean, listen, my mother, shout out to her. She starts from Hanukkah, and that's <laughs> fine if she wants to spring clean for months before, and that's terrific. But if you want to start cleaning the three weeks before this is what i call from around purim time you could start if you want to spring clean and you want to do that great if you want to start ordering your grape juice great it should be no stress work anything you do meaning if i'm cleaning i'm not cleaning if i'm organizing a shelf if i'm spring cleaning it should be done that if my child comes in with cheerios i'm not stressed and if i have to finish early because someone needs me it's not it doesn't matter because i'm just doing it's like almost looking at it as like extra. I'm doing the pre-work, and it's no stress. You could go from room to room. You could. I always tell people, order your cleaning ladies now. I definitely want people to be making their menus now. You're not waking up five days before Pesach, and are like, oh, let me try to put a menu together, right. and then I have to go to a store. I mean, I live out of town. If I try doing that, we would have no food, right? <laughs> Maybe if you live, <laughs> we can't all go to Pomegranate or wherever. So <laughs> you have to be, and this is the time. You're, prepared, you're almost preparing for the five days, but... And it's not a sham. I, it's not a marketing ploy. It really is five days, but you do have to do prep work that's non-pressured. Got it. And uh, and by the way, all the things that you have in mind and the things that I would suggest, including the grape juice, seltzer, etc., you do mention that. You mention what you need to do beforehand and uh, and mm-hmm. how you need to prepare before those five days begin. Uh, well, one, uh, you know, the market tells us a lot, and apparently this all, this book has already gone through its first printing. Yeah, I mean, Baruch Hashem, you know, we went through, um, was published, you know, really by Mosaica, and we're really excited, and actually, originally, when they told me, they're like, most people, you know, just get, you know, just get a few hundred books, like, it's the first book, and I was like, we're going to sell 10,000, they're like, no, you're not, you know, so eventually, they brought me down to reality, but we we, we did um, get a lot more books than they had suggested, and I was like, I really think people are going to like this, this is a need, and yeah, Baruch Hashem, I mean, we sold out in first printing, and ended up doing a, like, last minute, like, really like last week went into the second printing because we're not even near like almost not near the peak like there's still a lot of people now who want you know haven't even you know there are people that even wake up five days before and they're like oh i really should start so uh we did go into second printing we're very excited about it the books are ready uh today uh in the, you know they're going to be 
really they're being sold in a few places. They're being sold on our website, oregon.ncsy.org. And what's interesting, by the way, is everyone should know that all proceeds from this book do go to Tzedakah. So I'm okay advocating for the book because I personally don't like benefit in that way. And I just really all proceeds from the book go to Tzedakah. They're available at Judaica Place in Brooklyn and even, you know, available in places in Lakewood. So really uh, just to get there and get that book. And we just appreciate it because we're trying to help you. And by you purchasing the book, you're also helping us. Yeah, no question about it. How to make Pesach in five days. You can order the book right now if you go to oregon.ncsy.org. Again, that's oregon.ncsy.org slash Pesach book. Oregon.ncsy.org slash Pesach book. All proceeds, as you heard, uh, go to uh, Stucka. And uh, Meira Spivak is the author. And uh, as you also heard, uh, the marketplace has uh, been quite responsive. Uh, this book has had a, uh, a tremendous um, uh, following and a, a tremendous reaction out of the gate. And uh, I guess Meira, this week would be the perfect week for someone to order it because they really don't need it until five days before Pesach, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, but people always ask me, why don't we just start this, you know, I give classes. Why don't you just do it seven days before? But, you know, you could pick it up. You really could pick it up seven days before. You could probably pick it up, you know, five days before. Right. If you're if you're not the type of person that wants to spring clean and really organize that and get your babysitters and your whatever, your cleaning ladies ready, everything, then you're fine. But I, I really, the point is, please stop stressing over Pesach preparations. Yontiv is amazing. It should be something we look forward to with positivity and not with dread. Yeah, and we should also mention that um, uh, last year, as you pointed out, a lot of people did end up five days before Pesach, realizing it finally hit them that they're going to have to make Pesach uh, mm-hmm. because you know people still you know have, were holding out hope that some pro- programs would open or certain accommodations would be made to make sure people can gather publicly, etc. And all of that, of course, never happened. So make sure you're prepared this time around, folks. Although we do hope and do anticipate that P- Pesach will be a bit more open this time around than it was. Last year, it's oregon.ncsy.org slash Pesach book, oregon.ncsy.org slash Pesach book. Meira Spivak, please send our best to everybody out there in the Oregon Jewish community. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, really. Thanks for having me. And a a wonderful Chag Kasher V'Sameach to you. I mean, same to you and all your listeners. A lot of people will be uh, using your book to have a Chag Kasher V'Sameach. Monday morning broadcast, JM and the AM at 29 minutes after the hour.